On 2NURFM, we are about to talk travel. Sally Lucas joining me right now, and we're going off to a really nice warm place, Sal. Aren't we just, Jane? And we're going to visit two places that are lovely and warm, we hope, at the moment. And I thought, being cold weather, it's nice to be able to talk about somewhere warm to go. Of course, unless you're a snow bunny, and then you're probably heading heading south down to um, Perish or Threadbow. But we're going to talk about Fiji and Vanuatu, and they're both lovely destinations in their own right, of course. And they've both been um, involved with a, a different potpourri of people, of course, with Vanuatu originally being the New Hebrides, which was a a joint British-French condominium government. Then they became independent, of course, and became Vanuatu. But they do speak still, you know, French, English, and their own pidgin is spoken there. And, of course, once you go to Fiji, of course, you've got a large Indian population. And they were brought over there, like, in the earlier days to, to help work and, you know, on the copra and do all that sort of thing, which is how it was all introduced way back when. So, yes, very interesting. And Fiji, to start with, it's consists of over 300 islands, and you don't, might not realise that. That's amazing. It mm. is. And I guess the ones we hear about the most are Viti Levu, which is your main island, which your capital is Suva, but you do fly into Nandi, which is the western side of the island, and Suva's on the eastern side. This and is the big island. The large, It's the largest island and the capital, as opposed to Oahu and Honolulu, which isn't the largest island, but it is the capital. So there you go. Just a little bit of interest in there. Uh, Vanuelevu is another lovely island to the north, um, e- north, yes, east of um, Viti Levu. And then off from that again is a lovely island which they call the Garden Isle called Taviuni. And it's quite gorgeous and quite delightful. Most people fly into Nandi though and do the islands. And you've got the Mamanutha Islands and the Asawa Islands, two different groups of islands with lots of resorts scattered between all those islands, depending on how far out you want to go. Um, some of them are quite close into Nandi. Um, for example, it might only be like a, a half an hour to an hour on a ferry trip. Others can be a few hours out. Or you can opt, opt to seaplane it or helicopter it. So there are different ways of getting there. And you've also got everything in Fiji from um, budget accommodation right through to your absolute luxury five-star accommodation. So there's something to suit everybody. And they really cater well to families because the Fijians just love children. They're like the Niban people in Vanuatu, they're happy people and they love kids. So they really are wonderful with children and even though you might not want them to go to a kids club if they're too young or something, but you might want to babysit it for a very reasonable rate, you'll find some of the Fijian staff are more than happy to look after your children for you. And most of the resorts, the family-based resorts, always have really good deals where kids eat for free and all sorts of things like that as well. It's great for snorkelling, obviously. you cruising, you know, there's lots of different cruise vessels go around those islands as well, small cruise vessels like the Captain Cook cruises and Blue Lagoon cruises and so on. Um, And most, I guess, of the tourist attraction does sort of I guess centre around that western part where the islands are. I think that sort of appeals to most people or, again, along what they call the Coral Coast, which stretches from Nandi all the way around till you get round to, to Suva. And there's quite a lot of properties down there and also out of Nandi now you've got a lot of properties where they've got lovely golf courses attached. So, you know, for the person who, who wants to play golf as well and doesn't want to you know, lie on the beach or whatever, and you can go whitewater rafting, there's kayaking options. They've got one of that wonderful surf 
break called Cloud Break, which you surf off the reef off Fiji. Um, you can go to Benka Island, which is where they have the fire walkers and watch them walk on the hot coals, uh, which is an amazing thing to mm, see as well. Yes. Can you try it yourself? Well, I don't know. It's a, it all must be how you, you mind, but they do run very quickly. I mean, they don't sort of linger. But, I'm not uh, surprised. No. And another th- nice thing to do, of course, is to go to a church service because the, the voices of these island people, you know, and church is very important to them. The missionaries did come over there and they, they nearly are all, you know, the Fijians, the native Fijians rather than the Indian Fijians are Christian. And so, you know, they, church is very important to them and that their church services are held even on the smallest of little village communities. They'll all have their church. And harmony, singing oh, in harmony. Beautiful. Any of those islands, it's just wonderful to sneak into the back pew of the church just to hear them sing, even if you're not a religious person. You're just you're getting the beauty of these voices singing together. So, yeah, Fiji is, is a delightful. It's probably about oh, roughly just about four hours, four and a half hours flying time away. So it's not too far either if you don't want to go too far. There's daily services. And also uh, Fiji Airways has just become that. It was Air Pacific and they want to be called by their own name. And it's just been renamed, rebranded and refurbished and new aircraft and all that. So they now actually are Fiji Airways. Time to talk travel again with Sally Lucas and Vanuatu. I promised you that. We're going there, aren't we, Sally? We definitely are. Um, and they say 82 reason, reasons to visit Vanuatu is because it's got 82 other islands other than the main one. So it's not as big a group of islands as Fiji. But again, it's only three hours from Australia, so it's even closer. Um, and sort of if you're looking at Cairns-type situation, go out from there, that'll give you an idea as, as that's the sort of weather you're, you're going to get, which is quite lovely. The difference with Vanuatu compared to Fiji is nearly all your resorts in Fiji are based either, as we've mentioned, on the Coral Coast or on islands, or such. So you're not in a township. Um, with Vila, a lot of the accommodation is in the town or close to the town, which means you can then if you wish, it'd be a bit self-sufficient. Um, they still have the French supermarché, so you can go and get some beautiful baguettes and cheeses and wines and things and pop them in your fridge or in your hotel room and be, you know, fend for yourself a little, I guess. And they also have the um, fresh fruit and vegetable markets are held nearly every night in town, and that's for the locals. It's, it's not a tourist market. It's where they purchase their produce so that's something we can join in too yeah absolutely and go and buy some lovely fresh bananas or coconuts or whatever they've got you know so that's always something nice to do now the other islands there that are probably more uh, well known to visit is Tanner in particular with Mount Yasu, that wonderful active volcano, which is spectacular to see. And it's the closest one for us in Australia to be able to see. And you can fly over there. It's not a very long flight. And you can stay at a couple of little bungalows. There's not a lot on the island. But the thing is, life over there is in a time warp. And you can still go to the traditional villages. And that is how they live the same traditional way. They don't take part of any modernity and you can actually visit those villages as well. But, you know, it's just fantastic to see the volcano and try not to get there till sort of dusk because that way you, you, when you see it spewing, it's, it's red. Whereas you go during the daytime, sometimes it just looks like black charcoal. But the ground hisses and rumbles and carries on all around you. It's just absolutely amazing thing to do. The other thing you can do, of course, if you're going in um, the earlier parts of the between April and June is when those original bungee jumpers, I call them, the Pentecost Island land divers, the men who attach as their sign of manhood. Um, they have these vines, they jump from a tower and hopefully they don't hit the ground. But 
Unfortunately, there are occasions where they have done that and not with a good result. But, I mean, that is still a, a very traditional thing. The other island is Santo, uh, which is where the President Coolidge was the vessel that was sunk during the war. And don't forget there was a lot of uh, Americans based in around that area, of course, during the Pacific in, in the World War, Second World War. And um, you can do some fantastic dives over there as well. And they've got this whole couple, well, they've got a couple of holes called Blue Holes, and they're virtually almost bottomless. And they're this deep, deep navy blue and you can kayak down these little clear crystal rivers till it opens up and then you're suddenly in this wonderful big blue hole and you can stay at resorts where you've only got to swim a couple of meters off the beach and you'll be in amongst fish and rays and all sorts of things it's just beautiful for snorkeling and the people of Vanuatu have been voted the friendliest people on earth so couldn't go better than that Not at all. And then you've got Hideaway Sanctuary, which is closer to back on Vila, the main area, if you're not going to the outer islands. And it's just a little island you hop across on a little boat. It just sees people on the other side and they come and get you. It's not far. And it's a total marine sanctuary and you can do snorkeling tours with a guide through there. And it's sort of like Gilligan's Island. You've got the big thatched um, sort of building. It's a restaurant with the sand under your feet and just the wooden tables. And you can have these, you know, fish burgers and all sorts of interesting things for lunch and have a day there just snorkeling there it's it's just beautiful as well if you're not getting out to the outer islands and there's also sailing trips you can do around Vanuatu as well so both areas are delightful Fiji and Vanuatu lovely place to go if you want to escape the winter chills and they're both close to home Excellent. Now you've got some airline news. I have a little bit of airline news. I mean, just it's interesting when you read some of these things, but they say, you know, we might whinge in Australia and not be all that happy with our domestic airlines, but, but give a thought or spare a thought for the poor Americans because a lot of the budget airlines there now are just squeezing in more people, reducing the leg room. Um, and yes, it's leg room could be reduced by up to they reckon the way it's going up to three inches, which is quite a lot, or about seven and a half centimetres. Um, so they're always working out ways, apparently, of trying to shrink legroom. Maybe they should shrink humans first. I don't know how they're going to do that. I mean, what are you going to do with them? Put them up under your chin. Anyhow, and of course, in an era when a lot of people are more obese in this world and... You know, it's a bit of a worry, isn't it? But um, so things like free baggage, pillows and blankets are sort of fast disappearing from economy class there now and even like in-flight meals and so on. And also they do charge a lot in America now for checking in bags. Just remember that. Um, the more you can have included on your international ticket before you go, it's, uh, it solves a lot of these problems. But if you're purchasing, purchasing individual separate domestic tickets, you will find it's going to be quite, a, you know, keep adding, 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 adding. And also, then again, you know, people try and put as much into their stuff and into the overhead lockers and, uh, you know, can be a bit of a nightmare. So I think the domestic airlines here are are certainly um, up to scratch. Thank you, Sally (laughs) Thank you, Jane. And we'll be talking travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news on 2NURFM.